This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, Crowley, I'm down for two for the parties that uh, Mr. McVicker just talked about. This is uh, segment three. It's season two. It's episode 37. Houston, the Cubs have a problem. Crowley, let's get into some roster moves. Let's preview what's going to happen next, which is a series against the Phillies, and let's take a look at some standings. But before that, let's get on to some roster moves and some injury updates. Yep, and we, we, we said that Boxberger had to go down, and sure enough, that's what happened. He was placed on the 15-day IL with forearm soreness. Apparently, he was battling a groin issue as well that kind of led to the forearm soreness. You know, you overcompensate sometimes. And so he's had a 12-27 ERA over his past five games, four strikeouts, three walks, five runs around, and three and two-thirds inning. Did he not tell anyone? Did he try to pitch through it? I don't know. But uh, Jeremiah Estrada was called up from Iowa to take his place. Now, technically, Estrada wasn't able to be called up, but because it was an injury, that then it is allowed because normally you have to wait a certain number of days. You can't just kind of call him down and then back up and town and back up. So because Too of the 15-day yeah. mm-hmm. yeah, IL, Estrada is back up. But I knew that something, something was off at Boxberger. He's, he's a better pitcher than what he's shown, and I hope that when he is healed, he can take that – eighth inning role and then everybody gets in their proper role with again with lighter maybe in the six and again uh i keep saying it al's a lie in the ninth yeah well fingers crossed carly that uh, boxberger can get back to what the cubs thought they were investing in when they took him in the off season uh another move our guy hayden wesneski was optioned to iowa Cubs don't need a fifth starter until may the 27th nick birdie up a rule five draft pick and a really good story yeah, 30-year-old righty with a wicked fastball slider combo. Uh, local boy done good, but injuries have hurt his career. To make room for Nick Birdie on the 40-man roster, the Cubs transfer righty Adrian Sampson. You remember him? To the 60-day IL. So, again, Dustin, I, I, I'm excited. That these are the names. If you remember the beginning of the season that I gave you, Jeremiah Estrada, Cam Sanders, Nick Birdie, those three names. I just want them to get a chance. I want to see what they can do and not well, in, in they're here. Let's use them, time. right? If they're here, let's use them. I, I want to see them before we see Merriweather again. I'll tell you that. I'm, I'm on board with you. I'm on board. He's another guy. He's another guy you could put on my list of three. That's actually up to five now. <laughs> Kyle Hendricks joined the team in Houston to throw his bullpen session with Tommy Hadovy. Plan is, is he makes his next start. I believe this Sunday at triple a Iowa and, yeah, but and, let's test your Cubs fandom, Crowley. You know where he's making that start? Where's he making that start? I'm not sure. Indianapolis. About that. Oh, nice. Maybe Crowley. Maybe Crowley's going to point the car <laughs> south and head over uh, southeast and head over to Indy. Yeah, see what Kyle Hendricks is doing. That might be a good idea. But uh, you know, hopefully he comes back. And and I would love it if I lucked out because I'm going to the game Tuesday night against the Mets. 
Okay. Uh, if if he would be starting, I'd be so happy to catch that. Bobblehead night. Happens. Is that a bobblehead night? I saw the Cubs it, have a bobblehead night coming. They've got a fanny pack coming. Grateful Dead bobblehead. Uh, Grateful oh. Dead night, and they're going to have five different Clark bobbleheads, like the colored bears, dancing bears. So I'm. Super and you're not excited. already sleeping outside? I can't believe it. Oh no, these are special event tickets, Dustin. You do not have to sleep outside. You have to buy wow. a special separate ticket, and then it waits for you at a table. Jeez oh, Louise. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I got this covered. Nobody ever doubted that. <laughs> I got I got all my bases covered. Don't worry, there'll be bobbleheads. All right, Crowley. How about a uh, – we got to look at the standings, Crowley, or are we going to get right into Phillies uh, and uh, Yeah, we, we, can, we can take a look at the standings right now here. With, with the Cubs, you're looking at the NL Central. Uh, things are looking bleak. Uh, they are now tied with Cincinnati for third place at 19 and 24. Five games under 500, which is a season high along with a five-game losing streak, also a season high. And again, St. Louis slowly coming back from the dead. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10. That's the problem, Crowley. They're lurking. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10. You knew they weren't going to play as bad as they started, but now you're hoping that they're not playing at an 8-2 and two clip every 10 games. You're looking right now. They are a game and a half behind the Cubs. So... Pittsburgh in second place, still three and seven in their last that won't 10. Last. That won't last. Milwaukee kind of just treading water, six and four, 24 and 19. They're in first place. So Cubs uh, could lo- easily, Cubs could easily be 24 and 19 had they had Christopher Morell up here on day one. There's a lot of things you look at. You look at, you know, and, and what about the proper bullpen guys and stuff like that? So, I mean, well, lot, or, lot or a better mentioned. or a better bullpen. I, I mean, I think Crowley, let's do this really quick before we get into the into the Phillies. And I know we're getting tight on time, but let's do this really quick. We all can agree the you and I can agree. Everybody downloading, subscribing, listening to this podcast can agree. The bullpen is a problem. I think going in the bullpen wasn't necessarily the the best thing on the Cubs and I think I could have said what are you most concerned about I would have said the bullpen uh Tommy Hadovy said we don't have a guy that is the ninth inning guy and we're hoping that somebody wants to grab that role and earn that role but since the bullpen is the biggest issue right now in the Achilles heel especially after last night on Wednesday do you blame the bullpen do you blame David Ross or do you blame the general manager and the president no, how do, I don't you, like, how do you rank those guys? How do so you rank it? I, I would say I would put David Ross at number one, the bullpen at number two, and the president, uh, Jed and Carter, at number three. Here's okay. the thing. Jed has put together good bullpens out of nothing the last three or four seasons. Nobody was talking about Andrew Chafin or Scott F. Ross or David Ross. No one was doing anything, and the Cubs turned those guys around, flipped them for great prospects. What I want to know is you say, you know, Tommy Hadovy's talking about guys earning the job. What do you have to do to get a, 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 a be allowed to pitch right. that you, night? So you, more guys need an opportunity is what you're saying. Give a guy an opportunity. Again, I, I don't understand what the big issue is with Alzali. I know he doesn't pitch well against lefties, but you're looking at those numbers when he was a starter. Okay. If he only has to go one inning, it may be a, it, it may be a moot point, you know? And I don't know why you sit there and you call guys up and you just sit there and be like, okay, here's your mop of duty. Good luck. Why not see if somebody has something that you're missing instead of trotting out the same every, how many times I said box burger is not a ninth inning guy. Fulmer's struggling. How many times are you going to do that? How many times are you going to do Merriweather? Why can't you give someone else a shot? That's what I don't get. Yeah. Very confusing. Very confusing. Right. 
And so the Cubs now traveled to Philly where they last year they went 87 and 75. They had a hot end of the season, took them all the way to the World Series, which they lost to the Astros. So I put up that um, that note, that tweet from Full Count Tommy earlier that at around the same point last year, there's one game difference between the Cubs right now and Philadelphia. So That was a great tweet, by the way. Thank you for sharing that with me and our podcast listeners. Yeah, it's just, you know, it just, <laughs> what is it? It's always darkest before dawn. I just don't want people to to freak out. They weren't as good as they we thought they were in April, and they're not as bad as we think they are in May. We don't know what we really have here, but we still have plenty of games to be played, and, and we're not 20 games out of the division or something. It's not the end of the world. Um, key additions by the Phillies. There's always going to be that big free agent shortstop class, and they got Trey Turner. Uh, he hasn't looked a hundred that great just yet, but but give him some time. They got uh, Tyjon Walker, Matt Strom, former Cub closer Craig Kimbrell. Everyone remembers Josh Harrison with his Pirate days, and Gregory Soto. Key losses: Scott Eflin, the pitcher; Gene Segura, second baseman; Noah Syndergaard. I don't know if that was a, that big of a loss. Uh, <laughs> Kyle R- Gibson, David Robertson who the Cubs traded to the Phillies, Nick Matten and Matt Veerling. So, like I said, the Cubs at 19 and 24 are on a five-game losing streak, but the Phillies are 20 and 23 right now. They're fourth in the NL East. They're on a four-game losing yeah, streak. Yeah, they just got swept by the Giants, Crawley. So they had a nice long ride back to Philadelphia themselves, right? Right. So they're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. So, hey, you know what? Let's Let's see what happens, and hopefully the Cubs can get it going. So Friday night, game one, listen to it on the score. Zach's pregame 530, Marcus Stroman's going to throw. Yeah, one more thing I do want to say, because you just mentioned 670, Pat and Ron, how nice it was for the uh, Houston uh, Astros. They had a nice plaque for Pat Hughes in the press box congratulating him for the Hall of Fame. So I thought that was a real class act by the Houston Astro organization. It is Every going once to in be... a while, they'll figure it out to do something <laughs> the right way. Marcus Stroman, two and four, three twenty-four ERA, forty-seven Ks versus Ranger Rick. I mean Ranger Suarez. He is zero and zero with a six seventy-five ERA. So let me just kind of explain what's going on. Obviously, no, we know that Stro has been great. That start against Minnesota was awful. Two point two innings, seven hits, six earned runs, two walks. But the guy was pitching like an all-star. So let's just kind of hope that that was just a little hiccup. Uh, when Ranger Suarez, he had injury issues, so he started the season on the IL with a left elbow strain. So he just made his first start the other day, that 5-13 against Colorado. He went four innings pitch, seven hits, three earned runs, one K. So I don't know if he's on any kind of a pitch count, but it would be good for the Cubs to try. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And, and when we talk about Master Buani, that's, I guess, one of the things that I've kind of liked is I thought I think he's had a real patient approach, and I like his at-bats that I've seen so far. I'm not saying he's going to be an everyday starter, just something that I noticed. Um, against Stroman, taking a look, Nick Castellanos, 23 at-bats. He has a 130 average. Josh Harrison, 12 at-bats, 333 average. Uh, JT Real Muto, he's a, I mean, obviously a very good player. 
20 at bats, 350 against Stroh. And our old friend Kyle Schwarber, 12 at bats against Stroh, and he has a 250 ERA. Against uh, Suarez, the Cubs don't have a lot. Uh, the most is Cody Bellinger, seven at bats, 143 average. So maybe he takes the day off one more day for that knee. Uh, I will say that Eric Hosmer has five at bats and hits 400. So maybe he's maybe... definitely in the lineup. Probably <laughs> you just you just you, you just spoke it into existence. Five bucks says he's in the lineup as the as the DH. Well, he's only had five at bats, but Wisdom's had five at bats, right. also hits 400, and then Seiya Suzuki has three at-bats and hits 667. So maybe Seiya's hot streak kind of keeps going, right? Let's hope. Keep speaking it into existence, Crowley. I'm trying. Uh, the next game is one that, uh, I don't know, like we keep saying, is this going to be the next big game? This is a big one for Jamison Tyone, but it feels like it is. Jamison Tyone, 0-2, 666 ERA, the number of the beast right there. Aaron Nola with 3-3 three three with a 453 RA. They are both struggling to say the least with Tyone, you know, just hasn't ever gotten started. He got injured and then hasn't looked good since he's come back. Uh, when he came, you know, his game in Washington, he went three innings pitch. He gave up three earned runs against St. Louis, 2.2 innings pitch, four earned runs. And against Houston, 4.2 innings, four earned runs. That that This is part of the problem right now where the Cubs bullpen is absolutely getting killed is because of starts by Tyone, and then if God forbid, and then if you know Hayden didn't go far, or God forbid, what happened recently with both Stroman and uh, at least uh, Steele went far, but it just kills the bullpen. Yeah, absolutely, killers. The starting pitching's got to go farther in these games. There's not a question about that at all. And it really, now, I mean, Jameis and Tyone owes him something in this one. Right, and Nola has been going deep. He just has been giving up runs. Uh, and 5-3 against the Dodgers, 6.1. He gave up seven hits and four runs. Against Toronto on 5-9, six innings pitch, five hits, two earned runs. And then at Colorado, which is always a funky place to play, he went seven innings. He gave up six hits and four runs. So, not not you know, you're looking at that and you're kind of saying, you're, you know, I don't know what to make of that. Bet the I, over. But I, you know what to do, Crowley? Bet the over Saturday. <laughs> I just get nervous. I mean, Nola's a good pitcher. You just know that. And, and, and you know, I, I just hope that Tyone, sometimes guys struggle when they start with the Cubs pitchers. You know, remember Stroman struggled last year. I remember John Lester struggling. Guys just come over sometimes and have some issues. Bryce Harper, who came back in record time with that Tommy John surgery, nine at bats, it's 333 off of Tyone. Schwarber, 15 at bats, 200. And Trey Turner, 12 at bats, only hits 167. Cubs versus Nola. Cody Bellinger might as well take the weekend off. 16 at bats, he hits 125. Jan Gomes, 19 at bats, 316. And then uh, 55 at bats for Dansby Swanson and only hits 218 against Aaron Nola. I mean, that's that 55. I mean, obviously the Phillies played the Braves a ton, but that is just not a good average for Dansby Swanson against Aaron Nola. No, and he's not exactly tearing the cover off the ball as of late either. You know what people say about him? He's, he's one of the streakiest players that people have ever seen, and we, we've definitely we've seen him go crazy, and we've seen him really struggle. Yeah. Uh, game three, Justin Steele. Hopefully that flu bug is out of the system uh, you know, we, we were talking about how well he was pitching and, and you could just tell that something was a little bit off and he still was able to at least give the Cubs depth and keep them in that game, which impressed me a lot. I think that says a lot about what who Justin Steele is as a yeah. pitcher. 
Intestinal uh, fortitude through the roof. Absolutely. Six innings, five hits. But again, I think four of those were in the one inning and, you know, and, and, and five earned runs. And, and so before that, six innings, seven hits, three earned runs against the Cardinals. And before that, seven innings pitched, six hits, uh, one run against Miami. So Philadelphia is going to go with legendary pitcher TBD. Uh, so we don't know anything about that. And the um, when we look at the... What's his ERA, Crowley? I'm trying to find the numbers on that guy, but I will tell you Castellanos has some numbers against Justin Steele, 11 at bats, 364 average. Uh, no one else has really seen him too much, so not much to talk about there. But, you know, it was just so frustrating losing that game the other night, Dustin, is that I was hoping in, in my mind you had a nine-game road trip. If you, the Cubs would have come back four and five, I would have been happy. And I just felt like, you know, they, 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 that blown game, they could have been right now two and four and four and five still would have been a, a possibility. Now it's going to be really, really hard to pull that off. All right, Crowley, really quick. Who's hot? Who's not? Let's get some predictions going. Yeah, who is hot? I would say Mr. Seiya Suzuki is red hot right now. No longer smoldering. He's hot. Eight hits in his last 21 at bats, four home runs and seven RBIs. How about a 381 average, a 462 OBP, and a 1.048 slugging? That is phenomenal. Christopher Morrell is right there with him. Seven, he has seven hits in his last 21 at bats. Or I'm sorry, nine hits in his last 27 at bats. He has four home runs and seven RBIs as well. And the, the main issue with Morrell, though, and we got to talk about this, Dustin, because I, everyone was yelling, bring Morrell up, bring Morrell up. 12 strikeouts to one walk. I mean, yeah, it's all it's all or nothing. It's all or nothing with him. Absolutely. It's that that's why I'm not as angry as some people about him starting in Iowa. He's made some adjustments to his swing, but again, it's really tough up here in the big leagues. So when now Nico he, comes back, when Nico comes back, where's Morel batting? I I I start to take a like I said, I get rid of Hosmer and I take a look at somehow rotating uh, wisdom. Uh, uh, Morel, uh, Wisdom, Mancini, and uh, looking at uh, Mervis at first base and DH and third and start kind of rotating around there somehow, some way. That's where I think the best rotation is going to come when that happens. Okay. Uh, but we'll see what happens. As far as not, we mentioned him before, Dansby Swanson, four hits in his last 25 at-bats, a double, a triple, one RBI for a 160-222-280 slash line. Not the greatest. No, not the greatest. All right, Phillies, what's going on with them? JT Real Muto. I mean, no doubt the best catcher in baseball. 17 at-bats. He's got eight hits. He has four doubles and two RBIs. He's 471, 526, 706. I mean, the guy is just so impressive that not only is he good uh, at the plate, he's good behind the plate as well. And then taking a look at Bryce Harper, he's just come back from that Tommy John, like I mentioned, seven for his last 23. He has two doubles and one home run and four RBIs. He's slashing 304, 365-22. The not, how about our old friend Kyle Schwarber? Again, when you talk about all for nothing, he has two hits in his last 20 at-bats, but they've both been home runs with three yeah. RBIs. He's averaging 100, 308, slugging 400. But, uh, yeah, and and – you know, Trey Turner's getting a little bit better, but he's 269 average, so not not a huge 
uh, like that's in the last seven games, but we'll see what happens with him. All right, Crowley, prediction time. You want me to go or you want to go first? Why don't you go ahead? All right, so assuming that uh, Nico Horner is back at the top of the lineup and assuming that Cody Bellinger plays in two out of the three games, I'm going to say that our Cubs win two out of three. If those things don't happen, then I'm going to say one out of three. And please don't get swept. I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I, I, I like the way that the rotation lines up here. I like the, the Stroman versus Suarez. As long as they can have good, patient at-bats and, and drive his pitch count up, I like Justin Steele starting for TBD. So I'm going to go Cubs taking two or three. I'm feeling lucky. I think I think the next time we come, it's going to be all sunshine. All right. I hope you have a great uh, weekend, Crowley. We'll uh, be reporting back. We'll give you an update on what's happening with uh, Kyle Hendricks as well. He's going to throw down in Indianapolis on Sunday. That's a wrap. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Follow all the socials, Fly the W on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us, flythew670gmail.com. And you can watch us, YouTube, by subscribing to the 670 The Score YouTube channel. Crowley, happy weekend, and uh, we'll talk uh, Sunday or Monday. And don't worry, Cub cans, keep the faith. Go Cubs!